Welcome to Jesus in Therapy. We're your hosts, Kev and Jess. This is a space where we infuse the Word of God with mental health matters. So sit back, enjoy the conversations, and feel free to follow us in our Facebook group, Jesus in Therapy. Listen, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to stay updated as new episodes are released. Enjoy. episode is brought to you by Life Options Counseling Services. If you are looking for counseling services or resources, our Christian counselors provide a rich therapeutic experience rooted in biblical foundation. For help or to schedule a consultation, reach out to us at 908-290-3550. Well, I am... I'm trying to find a word. I am ecstatic. (laughs) I am happy, uh, thrilled to be able to introduce our guest for today. Um, This wonderful young lady, uh, I don't know the words to describe her. There's nothing she can't do. Nothing. Uh, She is an amazing, beautiful person inside and out. And uh, talking about my mom, (laughs) y'all. I'm talking about my mother, uh, First Lady Sheila Bullock. Um, we have her on because we realize that so many parents are going through different challenges mm-hmm. right now, especially during uh, the midst of this pandemic. Mm-hmm. And uh, although I did not grow up in a pandemic, we did have uh, many challenges uh, that I'm sure uh, you know, first lady Bullock had to, uh, adapt to and change and pivot, uh, being a mom, full-time mom, full-time worker, uh, employee, uh, full-time in ministry. And so we wanted to have her on today to just share some nuggets of wisdom with us and our audience on how to parent during a pandemic? How do you parent during difficult times? Um, and so, uh, mom, <laughs> how you doing today? <laughs> I am doing well. I am blessed and highly favored and just thank God for another day. Awesome. So what experiences have molded your gifts surrounding being uh, a structured parent? Because uh, some people see the way I conduct myself in my day-to-day living and they're wild. Uh, And I'm like, if you're wild by what I do, Mm -hmm. you should see where I get it from. So uh, what experiences have shaped you to become as structured and organized as you are? Well, I thought about that question and um, I said, wow, how long are they going to give me? I I wanted to make sure that I put all this down because uh, being a sibling, the oldest of eight, um, it's a lot that goes on in a household of eight kids. Uh, (laughs) Mm. um, But the experiences that I gather for parenting mainly comes from my mother and my father. There was two things that my dad instilled into us, especially me and my sister. 
he sat us down one day, I'll never forget it. And he said, I'm just gonna talk to you about marriage. And we just kind of looked at him weird. And he said two things. He said, no divorce, no matter how tough it gets, no divorce. And the second thing, don't ever make a cake and take it out the house without leaving one for the house. You had to take care of home first. That was right. his whole gesture. Take care of home first. In between my dad's long, long trip of work, my grandmother, affectionately known as Big Mommy, um, her real name is Alberta Barnes, she helped raise us. And so when my dad was going on those long trips, she would help my mom. And um, she was the most kind and gentle woman other than my mother. And she taught me very valuable lessons about prayer, meditating on God's word, and how to pray for my children. Got that mm. from my grandmother. Now, my mother taught me all the rest. My mom, Mother Eula Williams, is beyond amazing. She mm -hmm. is one of the most patient, caring, and funniest person you ever <laughs> want to meet. That's facts. <laughs> <laughs> there are certain seasons in my life that I remember as a child as if it was yesterday. But I remember in particularly one time when me and my brothers and sisters was on the floor playing. What, what, whatever room my mom was in, we were there. And so this particular time, she was in the kitchen. And um, she said, okay. She said, now you all move out the way so I won't step on you. I mean, we was just like all playing all around her legs and, and uh, playing with each other, but she was doing her work. And so she had a firm voice, but at the same time, it was such a loving sound. It was, we never felt like afraid or anything like that. She just had that loving sound. And so um, I would help my mom with the clothes, hand her her clothespins as she would hang them on the line. And um, I always remember, I said, I can't wait to be a mom. Um, this one particular time, and this shaped my, my um, parenting today, is when my mom went to have the twins. But at the time, we didn't know that. I was nine years old. And I'll never forget, my grandmother said, okay, your mom is going to come home with either a boy or a girl. And we were so excited. And I'll never forget, my dad was coming home with cases of oranges and apples and nuts. We always had that. But he was preparing for mom to come home. And I'll never forget when my mom opened the door and she had a baby and my dad had a baby. My mom had on a blue maternity dress. And I couldn't understand why she had two babies. <laughs> and uh, the rest of the kids was jumping up and down. But I was just intrigued. One was a blue bl blanket and one was a pink blanket. I'm like, why she got two of them? <laughs> and she said, she set me down. I'll never forget it. She set me down. She said, listen, she said, you're, gonna, you're old enough that you have to help me. And I said, okay. It was like one of my doll babies came to life. Mm. And so the last three, uh, Maurice, Teresa, and um, Jimmy, they felt more like my own kids than my brothers and my sister. And so my mom, she taught me how to hold the baby, 
how to feed the baby, how to change the baby. And back then we had pens this big. So she said, always put your hand behind the diaper so you stick yourself and not the baby. Okay. <laughs> and I stuck myself a lot of times for, for them. <laughs> that was before Pampers came out, y'all. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. mm -hmm. um, she had diaper service. Someone blessed her with a diaper service. But my mom... My mom is the one that 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 taught me about how to, you know, uh, clean the house and wash. Um, and I just watch her. And I said, I'm going to do just like my mom when I grow up. I'm going to be just like my mom. And it's always been my heart's desire to have kids so I can be a mom like my mom. Well, I, I, I really love that. Um... That, that story you gave because it, it gave it gave us a background as to how you are so gifted at mothering because even people that we run into that don't know you uh, they feel as though you're a mom to them and so one of the things that you said that was poignant was that you always wanted to be a mom and you and you enjoy being a mother but unfortunately now we have a lot of people who are feeling the stress of parenting and being moms and dads um, in the middle of pan a pandemic, COVID, virtual school, something that has never happened before. And I hear people not talking about parenting in a way that you are, more so kind of, I need structure. I need tips on how to organize my house. It feels like everything is everywhere. The kids are, you know, the schedule is back back up and down all the way around. So what can you say to the person who is not feeling so lovingly <laughs> about being a parent right now and is struggling with all the pressures of just keeping their house running um, with multiple children and virtual school and everything that's happening right now? I think um, um, in listening to what you just said, parents have to remember that what they have been given is a gift. Mm -hmm. These children are not going to be children forever. They grow up. And the time that we do have with them, it's important that we are going to have to step aside, get a piece of paper, and pray <laughs> and say, okay, this is not working. I have to do something else. Our children look to us for the answer. They don't have the answer, but God, one thing about God, he has given parents insight. All we have to do is pray and ask because God is still creating. He, he didn't just stop at Genesis when he created the world. He creates in us every single day. If we was to sit down, if I was to sit down with you, say you say, you know, I, I just can't deal with it anymore. I don't know what else to do. Um, I'm getting cabin fever, blah, blah, blah. I would sit you down and I would give you a piece of paper and I would say, okay, I want you to write down two lists. I want you to write down everything that you want to do. And then I want you to write down what you would like to do. And then I will write down what you must do. <laughs> mm -hmm. So here's the thing.
The things that I would like to do, okay, put that down. The things that I want to do, okay, put those down. Now, the things that I must do, that's the list that you're going to have to look at. You have these children. And so what you have to do is make it exciting for them. Listen, we as parents, it's, we, ha we have to look beyond what's going on right now. Okay, yes, we're closed in. And if you are alive and breathing and you have a house or a home or apartment and you have bread or some food and you have some socks and a house robe or clothes that you can wear, you are beyond blessed. That's number one. Number two, gather the kids and say, kids, I know we've been closed in. I know you want to see your friends. I, it's, it's overwhelming, but starting today, we're going to put some boundaries in place and we're going to do something different. It's all about trying to um, make the day as uh, profitable as, as possible. What, whatever you have, use what you have. Yesterday is gone and tomorrow is not promised to us. So today, let's think about today. And whatever you have in your house, let's gather it. I'm going to tell you, children, kids are, kids are very resilient. They'll be like, okay, what do, you, what do you want us to do? Kids are excitable and they like new stuff. You can have old stuff in your house. You could say, you know what? We're going to gather different things around and we're going to sit and figure this out. Mm -hmm. yeah. We're going to figure this out together. And you're always going to have that one kid that's going to challenge you. <laughs> that's the, the one. one. <laughs> that's the one that you say, you come here. You're going to be my helper. And you're going to help me and we're going to do this together. Listen, it may not be the oldest, it may be the middle, it may be the youngest that's like that. But you get them, you get them and you make them your helper. And it gives them, it challenges and it, it gives them uh, that, that inside, mommy asked me, so I'm gonna help. Why she get the help? You have your turn, but we are gonna work with her or him first. Mm -hmm. That is so rich. Yeah. Um, and what it speaks to, to me is the intentionality of parenting. Yeah. And I think that sometimes, uh, we, we, we wing it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. And, and there is some winging because, you know, most of the times, you know, you're going through new phases all the time, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all the time. Right? You've never been a parent before and your children are going through these stages and they're experiencing life for the first time. Mm -hmm. So there has to be some thought and intentions put behind the parenting. And that's what I heard you say, uh, especially mm -hmm. in uh, knowing which child to, to make, that's right. you know, a little close to you. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. Now you mentioned about uh, really putting together strategies about we gathering the, the, the children in the house. Um, what are some items, some key things that you think uh, 
parents should try to have in their house uh, when parenting school age children? What are some things that that they should like have? Must or, have. Or, yeah. Yeah. Some you know must the prerequisites <laughs> for right. parenting. Okay. Some must haves for the house. Some must haves. I'm glad you said that. Well, I have made up a list. <laughs> in true fashion and form <laughs> first of all always have paper color paper assorted color paper construction paper typing paper always have some paper around okay um glue it could be elmer's glue it could be stick glue tape mm. always have tape around scissors ribbons any size and all colors the dollar tree have a lot of this stuff mm -hmm. you just go and just pick up this stuff we're not tying craft... the children up right to keep them quiet <laughs> no, no. no. Okay, I'll just... <laughs> the tape what's the tape, the tape for? <laughs> a craft organizer mm -hmm. if you can't get a craft organizer then get a plastic uh container mm -hmm. that you can keep these items in and make it very nice and decorative. Uh, small plastic containers that you may get when you buy food. I know some of the ice creams that Karina buy, I forget the name of it, um, but it's in a plastic. Talenti. And um, I see them, we throw them out, but I said, boy, if I had kids, I would save those. I will wash mm -hmm. them and save those for, for the kids. Uh, what about old t-shirts? Don't throw away the t-shirts, you can use those for painting projects, rubber bands. Rubber bands are excellent to have around the house because sometimes, and this is a tip for moms, um, if you want to do something different with your curtains, you take a rubber band, tie it around, poof it out, and make it look very fancy. They'll never know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, silk flowers. Don't throw away your, your old silk flowers. Take the petals off, you can use those. Ask your friends, your parents, for old greeting cards, cards that they no longer want, greeting cards, because they can take the pictures and they can use them to make get well cards or to make other types of crafts. So mm. you can use your cards for that. Small sandwich bags is very good for organizing when you get ready to do a project because you the, the whole key is organization. Mm. Old pictures for your vision boards. Maybe you want to have a day that you just want to do vision board day. All right. Uh, beans, you know, the beans in the bag for, mm -hmm. um, they make great noise makers for your little ones. Great noise makers. <laughs> they, they are, they are custom built noise makers. Already. We'll, we'll, we'll get some. <laughs> That's, uh, for, that's for the parents with one or two children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, if you have old hats or scarves and old shoes, I guarantee if you leave this out until children is playtime, they will put that on and mimic you. <laughs> they will mimic you. And always, always keep some cookie dough around. You want to mm. keep cookie dough just in case you say you know what kids we're gonna make some cookies today this way you have some pillsbury cookie dough on the side all you need is some eggs some eggs and maybe a little butter or eggs and a little oil and whip up a batch of cookies you know you don't have to do it from scratch um 
And most certainly, please, please keep some aluminum foil, flour, and salt, and some food coloring to make some Play-Doh. That would keep the children busy for hours and hours on end. And you know what? That's also good for, you know, because high schoolers, as we're learning, um, act like they're too old to, to use those things. But the minute everyone sits at the table and starts pulling out and they really take our lead. So if we say like the, the family is going to have arts and crafts time and let's see who comes up with the most creative thing. It's also good for family time, but the older kids will also join in and will and um, will take part in it too. And we've also noticed that those cheap puzzles at the store, yes, they love those puzzles. Like they love puzzles doing it together. Yes, that's, a, that's also a great family um, uh, time that you can have together is do puzzles. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wow. That, that's really, really good stuff. And I, I think I want to uh, just take a quick moment to just encourage all the parents because I, we're living in this technological, everybody has a device in their hand or a gaming system or something. And uh, we've incorporated that tech free time. Tech free time. Uh, where, you know, devices are put away for a little bit and, and spend that quality time because. Listen, we're we're in the thick of it, right? You you parented us, uh, my siblings and myself. Uh, we're in it, uh, but you're right; it does go by fast. Like we joke we joke around with it, but I, I can't believe my oldest is 14 already. Um, so, and we're about to have a 13 year old in about another 30 days. Uh, so, you know, while it does seem like it's never going to end. It definitely does. And so we should really be looking to take advantage of this time, right, that, that we have. I don't know uh, how much uh, more time we're going to have to be able to spend this much time right. with our children. Because eventually the, right. things are going to go back to normal and the kids are going to be back in school and back in activity. So, um, you know, a, a lot of the... the the tools that you mentioned that we should be, that we should have and should be using, um, I think is great because it's going to really uh, cultivate and nourish that that one on one or one on three, whatever, however many you have, <laughs> uh, time and that that intimate time. That's yeah, the word I was looking yeah. for. That intimacy between a parent and a child. Yeah. There is one last thing that I left. Sure. That you must have. A bell. <laughs> you gotta have a bell. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, they would love that. <laughs> what 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 last words of encouragement do you have for our parents who might be listening and might feel discouraged because they may just not feel like they're doing a great job at parenting or feel overwhelmed by parenting? The last encouraging words that I would give parents, when we read in Ecclesiastes 3, it tells us of times and seasons. And we only have them for a season. So whatever age your, your child is, embrace them. Embrace their talents embrace their voice, their gifts, 
and spend as much quality time as you can. <clears throat> if you never thought about this, God gave this to me and it came from my grandmother when she talked about the importance of praying for your children. One day I looked at my kids when they were little. Kevin was two. <clears throat> Excuse me. Kevin was two and Mark was just a baby. And I looked at them one day and I began to think, who would they marry? It was at that point where God impressed upon me to, to pray for their spouse at that age. <clears throat> and I began to pray for their spouse. I not only pray for their spouse, but I pray for their spouse's parents. I pray any siblings that they may have and just begin to pray. And every year that my child got older, I would pray for their spouse as they got older. And so you look at these children, they are, you have to look at it and ask God to give you not only wisdom and a know-how, but these kids are created in his image, just like you and me. And so when I look at a child, I said, wow, they, wasn't created, they was created in God's image. They may look like you, they may act like you, but they was created in God's image. And so they're little people who's gonna grow up to be big people. And so we want to instill as much love, as much security to let them know how special they are. No two children are alike. If you're trying to make all your kids act the same way, stop it. Mm. Just stop it. You can't do that. Every child is different. You have some that's more shy than others. You have some that's more bold. You have some that they, they just, uh, uh, that's just who they are. So in whatever, however your child is, embrace them. Embrace them. And they get to know each one of your children. Mm -hmm. One thing I want to say is that I just found out <clears throat> a couple of nights ago, um, uh, my youngest son, Mark, Minister Mark, he said, you know what, mom? He said, I sing all the songs to the girls when I put them to bed that you sung to us. I said, wow, I wonder how that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I need that bell now. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, what songs? And then I began to think about the songs that I sung to you all when you was little. And listen, take every opportunity as, as long as they let you do it. Mm -hmm. Do it. I, Kevin, you was 13. Remember, I was, I was reading to you guys. And daddy walked in and said, what are you doing? I said, I'm reading. He said, wait, they need to be reading to you. <laughs> but that was my, that was my alone time with my, with my guys, you know, with my kids to read them a story. I know they could read it to me, but pick that up. That's an art that we don't have anymore. Read to your mm -hmm. children, get a good novel, read to them, do something with them. Sew with them, make something, do cook something, bake something. If they make a mess, it's okay. It's only flour, it's only water and sugar. 
Mm-hmm. Nothing that paper towels can soak up. So <laughs> listen. And then I found out that Kevin is a master at shopping, grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. Listen, I didn't know they was paying attention how I placed things <laughs> in the basket. Listen, <laughs> he wait. is the master listen, food that, shopper. That that caused some risks early on. I'm listen, married. I'm married. The way, she, the way she was throwing things in that cart, I was I like, oh. <laughs> The boxes go flush up against the back of the <laughs> military. Yeah, well, listen, every opportunity you can, whatever you can, pray and ask God, give me the wisdom. You gave me these children. How do you want me to raise them? That's the key. Mm-hmm. How? How do you want me to treat them? What do you want me to say to them? It is, it's so rich. It's so mm-hmm. rich. So rich well, I love that children. you said, I love that you said, encourage your children's individuality. Because a lot of times I hear parents trying to compare and contrast their children. And I talk to them as adults. And so what people don't know is that the children don't forget that you thought one child was better than the other, or that you didn't, didn't encourage their, you know, special qualities like you did the others. And just encouraging their individuality and, and just loving all of them in their own unique, unique, uniqueness is, is so key. And, and it's so key to who they're going to become. It is. I and you can't, that. sometimes you have kids who are not huggable. They're not huggable. And then you have kids that's real huggable. Yeah. So the kids is not huggable, huggable. They want to hug, but they want to hug when, they want to hug. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, when you want to hug them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we need to know who our kids are. We need to have that uh, connection. So get connected with your children. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. That's awesome. Man, that is good. Mm-hmm. Get connected. Get connected with your, with your children. children. Wow. It makes me think of the five love languages for children, parents and children. They have a book for parents and children, the five love languages. That's a really good one. But get connected with your children. Well, listen, you, that was so awesome. So and nice I and wish we had practical so, and, uh, so more time, but listen, what, what projects do you have uh, going on? And, and, you know, what, what, what's on your plate right now? Because, you know, the the parenting thing you're you're now more Moving of a it, of a guide yeah. and and uh, about to officially be an empty nester mm-hmm. very soon um but what what projects what what things do you have going on and and how can people uh get a hold of you for your services and and things like that well you know um God is an awesome god mm. and um there's not too long ago, I prayed and I said, Father, you've given me so many gifts and talents. And unless you tell me how to use them at the point of my life, I'm not, I don't know what to do with everything that you have given to me. And so God has opened up a door for me. I do crochet. So I, my website has just been officially launched. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I need a bell. <laughs> It has been officially launched, Janae Crafts Plus. Um, and um, you can go to get the website. It's J-E-R-N-A-Y-E-S 
crafts with the s plus.com and there are some of the items uh my my aunt Rita who has passed on my mom's only sister taught me how to crochet when I was eight and so and um from that I'm finally putting my work out there so people could see what I do I'm also in the process of learning how to play the piano again. Nice. And I'm very excited about that. Um, I'm also working on a couple of uh, books and I'm working on a workbook to go with um, I See You and I Know. Nice. Uh, working on a workbook on that. Um, well, tell, tell, tell yeah. us what, what is I See You and I Know? What is that? I See You and I Know is a book that God birthed about five years ago, uh, that he said to me in, in my spirit, he said, I see you and I know. And it was all about Psalms 139, which at the time I had no idea what Psalms 139 was. But when I open it up and begin to read, it tells us about his all-seeing eye. And no matter where we are or what we do, he sees and knows everything, even our down sitting and our uprising. And the one scripture that I love, and I believe it's in verse five, he said, he has beset us behind and before, meaning that he has surrounded us on all four sizes. So he wants you to know that he loves all of you and he cares and he wants you to know that even in this pandemic, he sees exactly what's going on. I just told someone yesterday, I'd say, People think that God doesn't see, but God knows and he has a plan. I don't know what that plan is for the country, but God has a plan and he has not forgotten us. Mm. So that book, mm. I See You and I Know, you can, you can get that from uh, Janae, um, uh, Janae B at yahoo.com. You can get that book um, from, from that um, email. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we thank you so much. Thank you. For it. Now, I, I'm honored because I got to listen to you, but I lived it. <laughs> I was there. We had a schedule for dinner. We had schedule Absolutely. for activities. Um, yes. and, and you and dad were always intentional about the time that you spent with us. Yeah. And it yes. shows. Mm -hmm. And I tried to do the same things with my children. And it's funny, we hear our children say what they're going to do with their children <laughs> uh, based off of what they see us do. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, children, your children are watching. They're watching. They're watching. They're, watching, they're listening. They're feeling. They, they feel mm -hmm. uh, everything, you know, the, the, the temperature of the, of the room, of the house. Uh, and as parents, uh, we need to take charge and really set the right atmosphere for our children. So yes. I know, I know my time is up, but can I just throw this in? Absolutely. Just have a day. One thing that I did not put on the list that I want to add is to make sure that you have balloons and streamers in your house. Mm. All right. And you can get a balloon blow up or it's only $5.99 at party fair. To blow up the balloon if you don't want to use your mouth you can blow it up that way sometimes just do things out of the ordinary decorate the whole house and when they wake up they're gonna be like what's going on why is there <laughs> decorations all over the place and you could say i didn't tell you 
It's for you. I'm gonna tell you something now. To try to get your kids on best behaviors, surprise them with stuff. Mm. Surprise That's them. Good. That's good. Throw a party for your children. Throw a party for your children. That's a good one. I see your wheels turning. They are. <laughs> It don't take much to get uh, some balloons for Jess and get her going, so. Thank you for listening. Please feel free to visit our website at www.b-welltoday.com. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Until next time, be strong, be bold, and be well.